Peter Carney here on Season 2, Episode 1 of Hawk Talk. In today's episode, we are lucky to be joined by Hawk big man Educa Obina. Educa sits down and gives us his perspective on his first season with St. Joe's, what it meant to be a part of Coach Lang's basketball culture as a veteran player, grad transfer, international big man. We also are fortunate to talk about what Hawk fans should expect for this year's group as they step into the floor of the season. So, without further ado, sit back and enjoy my chat with Educa Obina. How are you doing today, Educa? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing great. Thanks so much for joining us at Hawk Talk. We're really lucky to have you on for our first episode of our second season. And also, just the first player that we've ever had on who is a former player. We were lucky enough to have Isaiah Miles on, but... It's great to be joined by someone who's on the team and has a, a more palpable pulse on what's going on. So thanks. Absolutely. So I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. So it's been a bit uh, over a year now that you've been on Hawk Hill, which mm. begs the question: Have you tried a Hawk Hill or a Hawk Rap yet? And if so, are you a Hawk Rap guy? Um, can you define a Hawk Rap? Oh no! I think that I think that means that you're not a hawk rap no, guy. Yes, but I have mean, you tried Larry's? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. We do order from Larry's all the time. There like at least once a week, mostly during the season. But see, yeah. yes, I'm a big cheesesteak fan. Yeah, Larry's is the spot, so it's good. Um, but yeah, it's been about a year, and I know that a lot of people uh, have even going back to Coach Martelli, have wanted you to be at St. Joe's. But mm-hmm. now you've you finally, you've been here for a year. Mm-hmm. What's it been like to be a part of the, the culture at St. Joe's? And what's it mean to you now to be a part of Hawk Hill? Uh, it means a lot. It means a lot. It's a bunch of guys that look out for each other, you know, that wants to see everybody succeed. And, you know, the, just like what you said about the culture, it means a lot to everyone that plays at St. Joe's. Hawk never dies. You know, you take it to the to the chest and you speak it with your chest up. And um, you know, for, for Coach Lang, he does um he does a great job of enforcing that, you know, and those often reminding us of, you know, why we why we're here. You know, it's like how we look out for each other and we play together because at the end of the day, we can be successful by ourselves. You know, it takes five to be on the court to play um, against another team. So, and for us to win, we understand that all five guys have to be on the same page. So, and we try our best to enforce that, like look after each other, even though, even when on and off the court, you know, and sometimes it can be a sort of as like hanging out outside of, the gym or just helping their brother out with whatever that may be. Um, but, you know, I, I love the culture. I really love, you know, the guys that have been here, the guys that are currently here this year, and I enjoy being a part of it. Yeah, so you bring up an important word that I think Coach Lang has talked a lot about, and that is the word culture. 
And I think this, this is coming up to be year two, and we're going to take a look back at the years, but you're going to be a, you're a large part of, you know, what the culture is. And mm-hmm. that said, Coach Lang has added a lot of international players, including you mm-hmm. yourself. We're lucky to add, have added you, Casper, mm-hmm. Anton, mm-hmm. Blue. So what's it meant to have sort of those international players sort of foster the culture in general? It means a lot um, from a guy that's from Nigeria, like myself, you know, seeing Europeans and getting to build relationship and learn about their culture. You know, it's, it's a lot. And I hear Casper always pretty much every morning talk to his family on the phone. And oftentimes when we play, he speaks, um, he speaks his language, Polish, right? Um, and when he starts speaking that, like we listen to him, like, oh yeah, even though I don't understand what this guy is saying, but you could tell from his special expression, like what he's trying to say. And oftentimes you often, you know, maybe when he's upset, he says something and, you know, in, um, in Polish, which you don't understand, but like because of the special expression, you might like, Oh yeah, maybe Casper is saying this or that. Right. You know, but just what, how unique everybody is, you know, we all have a different story and a unique story to each other. And that's what we bring to, you know, to St. Joe's basketball because everybody has a different story. And because we're unique and nobody, you know, we all have unique talents and unique way we solve problems. And when you put that together, it's like we are forced, you know, because we are different and we embrace, the, you know, in ways that we are different. And we try to make each other better, you know, and we you know, whatever it takes. And like, we come together and, you know, and we attack, like the Hawk attack. So we, uh, you know, I think that it's great. You know, we have African, um, an African in the team, Europeans and an Australian in the team. So we are like from everywhere, like across the world and across America. So there's like, um, you know, four continents right there. So, it's an amazing opportunity to be able to play with those guys, and I am thankful for it every day. Yeah, I think we're really thankful to have you as part of our team and sort of representing the program because you show your heart every game, and it's pretty obvious. Um, on the topic of sort of our stories and where we come from, you were a part of Vanderbilt, of course, which is a great storied program with from the SEC, uh, but last year you, you made the shift from the SEC Vanderbilt, this really big program uh, to another really storied, smaller program, St. Joe's. Mm-hmm. What was the biggest shift going from uh, the SEC to playing in the A-10 for Coach Lang? When you say shift, you mean the biggest difference, right? Yeah, exactly. Um. I think for player to player, I think the um, athleticism and physicality is like pretty much was keeping the biggest difference from A10 and and playing in in the SEC because um, players are just more athletic in the SEC. But I think players are, you know, talent wise and shot making. I think I don't think there's that much difference. You know, guys can make the same type of shots and like skilled have the same level of skills and even some A-10, a lot of A-10 guys are like pretty, really skilled, you know? 
So, but I think the, the biggest difference for me is just the athleticism and um and the strength. You know, because you always need to be, you know, you need strength and athleticism. Like skills can always carry you. You know, it's like oh, they make you pay every time that you don't do your job. Every time you don't box out, someone is dunking over your head, and every time you don't. You know, you lose your man, you get paid for it. And he's putting the ball in the basket, whether he's rebounding and putting it back or he's catching a lap. So I think that, you know, again, the biggest difference is that I think SEC makes you pay pay more for mistakes. So you get now lower um, chances of mistakes. Um, but also, like, I have... You know, I have really loved playing in both um, conferences and I embrace every part of it. And I am super thankful for playing in both A10 and the SEC. And I've learned so much. As much as I've learned from the SEC, I've learned as much in A10 going into my second year. So it's really interesting. The SEC is definitely a more athletic league. But when it comes to conferences, like, the A-10 is much more defined by their guard play. And like even Coach Lang talks all the time about his hawk kill guards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to go ahead and term a new term, which is for you, a hawk hill big. Because mm-hmm. I think for, for a lot of St. Joe's fans, it's been a while since we've really had a hawk like who was able to play at the five and really do the type of damage that you were able to do. Mm-hmm. How early in the season did you know that you'd be able to like really take control of games and like show the, show the bag of skills that you had coming into the season? Um, I've always known that like, and I'm a talented player, but most of all, like I know that the effort's going to be there. It's something that you can't teach. You know, a lot of guys are talented. There's many guys that are with seven, three wingspan and six, 10 taller than me. And, bigger, stronger. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing for me is the effort. You know, I think that's where my game, um, where I get my advantage from because I don't give up and I'll give 110%. You know, when you put me out there, you know what you, you, you wouldn't get any less than 110%. So I'll say that, but, to, you know, I think last, um, in the summer, you know, I made a, good strides in the summer and I had good chemistry with the team with Jordan Hall like me and him like we love playing with each other and you know I wouldn't say there's a specific time that you know I was I was like okay go and dominate the league but like I've always approached it like whenever I step out there I'm ready to do whatever it takes to help the team win, you know? Um, but I think after that um, Mount St. Mary's game was like where the fans, I feel like for the fans, not for me, you know, I'll say for the fans thought like, we could, this guy can really help us this year, you know? And then, you know, obviously like I got sick a couple of games and then was able to bounce my way back and, you know, try to help us, help us win games. So, I've always known that, like, you know, the talent is there and I feel like, and the effort is there, you know? So I just, 
you know, I think a lot, what I did a lot last year was getting those extra work in after practices. And I think those helped me a lot, you know? So after every practice, like I stay, I stay in the gym, like maybe half an hour and I practice game shots. I practice what, you know, based on what the coaches, the child, the coaches want, want us taken. That's what I practiced. And then during the game, like I do those same moves or like, you know, I play to whatever the coaches need, you know? And I feel like that's the biggest thing in basketball is consistency and being able to adjust to to change, you know? Because throughout the season, the coaches were making a lot of changes. For the fans, they, you guys might not see it, but for the players, we are often making changes because the other teams are watching films and trying to adjust to however way we're playing. So for that ability to be able to pick something up fast, which I've gotten better at like throughout my years of college, um, and also being consistent was the key because obviously like, you know, most guys have a good game here and there, you know, but how many guys can keep it going like every night or at least two out of every three nights, you know, it's, it's hard, especially like in mid season when like your body's hurting, like you might be hurt or whatever, you know, and how do you keep it going? Um, and so, and, you know, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're looking back at last season, just mm -hmm. as a whole, so, I agree. Sort of like if you look back at the year, it sort of seems you came in day one and you were just able to step up as a leader. And there was like definitely times in the season where you saw you put something in here and there that you were growing into yourself. But as you look back, like what do you think was the one area that you grew from as a, as a player um, just specifically last season? Very thankful for the strength coach, but like I felt like I was a lot more explosive, and I was, um, you know, my feet was weaker. You know, I did a lot of jump ropes, you know, which is super helpful. Thank for the strength coach as well. Um, but I think you know I wasn't catch. I didn't catch. I didn't catch a lot of labs at Bandy. So me and Jordan was is a great passer. So me and him had that chemistry where, you know, um, where I set a screen and then I, I just go to the basket and he just laps it up. You know, him and Eric as well. And Cam, you know, all the teammates, all my teammates, Cam and, you know, Taylor, Funk, you know, they just knew where to find me and, like, just get me the ball. Because, like, you know, obviously, like, I'm a big and I just can't do it myself. I needed a teammate to be able to, you know, to do it and like for us to do it, we all need each other, you know, we love off of each other, you know. So I feel like, you know, for them as, for them finding me at the right time to be able to make things happen when I did, you know, so big credit to them for doing that. Um, but also like, I feel like, you know, my, you know, my, phys my physicality got better, you know, the work that I put into the weight room, my explosiveness, and we just have that uh that chemistry, you know, that the coaches what the coaches were putting on the table with me and you know Jordan Taylor, Cam, Eric, you know, Jack, CJ, Anton, you know, all those guys, you know, what we were able to develop over time, 
and be able to put together. And that's how things started clicking, you know. Um, but I also think I really got a lot better as well on like screen setting. Um, you know, just knowing when to slip screen and when to hold it, you know, those things because like it's quick for the coaches to um not the coaches for the refs to call fouls on screens. So sometimes it's like you just gotta read read it and like play a little mind game and like just to um predict what the defender will do. Cause sometimes you don't know if they will go under or whatever this you know the coaches their coaches is telling them to do at the at the time. Cause some you know a lot of teams they switch defense or like maybe before they're going up top, but now they're going under. So it's just you know I learned how to read the game better. You know, I just got more better reading the game. I became more uh, a better passer. You know, I became a better rebounder as the season progressed. So I felt like you know for every category in my game, I felt like I got better in. But I felt like you know, the biggest thing for me was, you know, that chemistry with the team, with my team, you know, with, with the t- with my teammates, because I wouldn't have been able to do it without them being there for me and just, you know, helping me um, succeed and, you know, um, and helping us win games in general. Yeah, your improvement was pretty obvious, um, but you bring up a really important point, and I think this is a good segue, sort of looking back to look forward you bring up two names in Jordan Hall and Taylor Funk, uh, a guy in Jordan Hall, you know, obviously everyone knows this, led the team in scoring, assists, steals. He's in the NBA now. And 11th nationally in assists per game. Mm-hmm. And a guy in Funk who, you know, shoots the lights out, terrific shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't ask you who will step up in scoring because I think that will play itself out naturally. But mm-hmm. I want to know as a big, if you've noticed, anyone who has emerged sort of as a team's passer or facilitator that could sort of try to fill those shoes? Mm, and we have Lane, we have Eric, we have Cam, and we have um, Quinn, some of the new guys. Who's it going to be? We have Christian. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I played with Eric, so I know exactly what to get from him. Obviously, he's going to get better. Um, and Eric can pass the ball as well. Um, Cam is also a good passer, so I know those guys can, you know, can pass the ball. And Lynn is really a good passer as well. You know, I think um, probably Lynn and Eric are probably our best passers right now. Um, and they both played a point guard for us this year. So I think, you know, it's probably going to be – uh. You know, Lane, Eric, and, and Cam, you know, those guys, I think they'll be, uh, you know, our big passer. They're going to distribute pass, not just for me, but also for the shooters on the wing, um, you know, to, to shoot the ball. Because obviously, like, we need three-point shooting. We need a lot of it if I'll be able to perform inside. Because if we can if we can really shoot at a high level, then if they clog the paint, like, I can, I can only do so much. So you see how we all need each other to be able to succeed. So, you know, they need to make sure that I need to finish inside. So now we're going to have teams like, oh, what are they going to do now? So, and that's what we want them to be. So so to answer your question, I think um, Elaine and Eric and Cam is probably, you know, our best shot. 
Yeah, I think it, it's probably a good thing that we have more passers on the team than less. So that's good to hear. Um, but as we like think about next year and people that I think people are just, this is what people are excited to hear about sort of your perspective on what next year is going to look like. So we've had an, an awesome off season. Uh, we, we had a lot of great people, you know, Christian Winborn, Lynn's been with you for a while. Uh, Lou just arrived. Rashir, Crease isn't there yet, but Quinn, Quinn Berger, there's a lot of people. Um, wanna, do you want to tell our listeners sort of what they wouldn't know about how summer training has been for uh, the new guys and yourself? I think it's been good. You know, I think the biggest thing is like for our culture, you know, our culture has gotten a lot better. But like, you know, guys just dedicating, you know, coming in and ready to work. And I think that's very important, to, you know, when you're trying to win games. Um, so guys come in and they are ready to work. Um, from the um, playing, I think it's going to be a bit different from last year, you know. Um, I think the place, the play, our play style is going to be a bit different, but better, you know. So, um, but I think, you know, what the fans should definitely expect us guys that are going to come out and, like, ready to compete, you know, because we will. Because, um, you know, all summer we compete against each other and we'll bring the same energy to the other competitors in, in the A-10. So um, and I think that matters a lot because, you know, sometimes, like, not the best talented teams win, but it's just guys that are, you know, selfless and willing to – you know, pass up the good shot for a, for a great shot, you know. Um, those are going to be the winners. So but I think that's – would be like, you know, our play style would be like more aggressive on defense and, you know, we'll, we'll on the floor more. We try to get quicker buckets, you know. I think last year we were more um, – we're more like a half-court kind of set, setting team. Well, like we bring it on half court and like and we were pretty good at it, like play breaking defenses down where we're like bring it a half court, tell us in the corner, and guys are you know have to be really close to him to so he don't shoot it. So the forward space Jordan is driving and getting layups if he if he's um if if someone steps up, he's slapping it up to me. If someone is checking me, then he's passing it to the corner for Eric to shoot for Cam to to shoot the ball. So, but I think for this year, um, you know, we have more fast-paced guards who like like running the floor. So I think the coaches are trying to take advantage of that and like just running out and maybe the bigs are trailing. If we're ahead, we'll you know we'll run out and you know I think. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be different from you know offensive off I think offense and defense is gonna be a different style of basketball. But I think it's um I think it's gonna be good. And most most importantly, I think that you know guys are like what I said before that are coming in ready to work and you know, ready to um ready to do whatever it takes for the betterment of the team, you know, guys that are selfless. So I feel like that's what we have this year. Yeah, I thought you. I thought personally, you did really well in the half court set. Um, do you feel like with all the new guards, do you think the pace is just going to be a lot different? And if so, has that changed the way you prepared? 
what you mean pace. Uh, uh, just since you have so many more guards, like it feels like you're going to, and more ball handlers, it feels like you're going to be able to push, push the pace a bit more, especially get, yeah. get up and yeah, down. Definitely. The pace is going to be there. Definitely. You know? Um, so we, you know, we're trying to get things on, you know, in transition, but, you know, it's basketball, right? You don't know what the defense is doing, you know. They might recover, or maybe not. But obviously, like, we, we, we need to have a half-court set, you know, because we're not going to win games off of transition alone. <laughs> um, so, but I think it's, you know, I think the biggest thing, you know, for me is just, um, you know, we, we're going to keep improving this chemistry, you know, over time. Um it was almost August. We have a couple more months, but you know, obviously, like we got to do it, keep doing it quick, and get keep getting better because the season gonna be here soon. But I think we're gonna keep getting better as a team. Um, and with me personally, I feel like I I just gotta like, you know, just understand that because I gotta learn the floor better. Whether it's like setting the pick and just blowing as quick as I can to get to the baskets, because the big guys are gonna be. You know, it's gonna be quick paced, um, faster paced um basket basketball. So I also think that we need to, I think the plays that will that would hurt us the most is probably gonna be on rebound and um depend on whatever five that we put out there. So um because I think yeah, you know, I don't know, but you know, I, obviously like I don't know what the coaches who's the coaches are gonna put out there, but I think you know, we did well. We did very, very well rebounding last year. You know, I think, especially like defensive rebound. I think we were um, top five in in the A ten last year. You know, again defensive rebounds. So, but I'm not sure how that will play out this year. Um, um, but I think you know, guys, we just got to put a body and bust guys out because um, you know our lineup is going to be shorter than than we were last year. Obviously, like Jordan Hose, like six seven. We had a six seven point guard, so it's like he started most point guards in the, if not every point guard in the A ten. Um, so and that really helped us a lot. You know, I think he grabbed like about seven rebounds a game last year, and that's that's huge. Um, Terrell was standing at six nine, and you know, it was like it's, it was a big lineup. Cam, Eric, so. Um, but I think that'll be our biggest struggle, but. Um, but I think everything else, I think we would um, we'll get better. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really hoping we get better. Um, I think a lot of people have heard about one of the new faces to campus, but I think it would help if you added some contextual, you know, in-person experience to that knowledge of uh, Coach Linehan. I know he joined you guys as the assistant coach, um, and he's, he's like a dominant force for – guard and really really tough on the defensive ends mm-hmm. um, but what's it been like to have coach Linehan on the staff just in general yeah. you know we call him coach john so okay. but he's um you know he's amazing he's amazing he obviously was like an elite defender and elite uh basketball player and then over you know ended up playing uh playing professionally um but I think he's been super helpful, you know, helping us, you know, defensively, offensively, wherever that he, you know, we needed him and like he pushes us. I think that's a you know, one of the biggest um strength of his because he 
he steps in and he pushes you to, you know, when you think that you've given it all, there's more, there's always more um, to give. Um, so on the defensive end, it's quick hands. Um, he steals ball, like, which, um, which helps us take care of the ball even more, you know, because he's quick hands and, you know, he's really fast. Um, so it's kind of challenged our guards to take care of the ball because if you don't, Coach Jan's going to steal it. Um, and we've done better. We've done better taking care of the ball. And myself, when he's around, like, I just, I'm not careless with it. Like, I hold it strong and I'm always – I'm always watching. Yes, chain. Coach John's around. It's yes. the ball. Whatever you have to do to uh, keep that ball um, so he doesn't steal it. So well, he's helped. He contributed, you know, across the board, helped everybody get better. And, you know, it's going to be a huge uh, person for us in the staff this year. That's awesome. Yeah, we're excited yeah. to have him. Um, so a few more things while we get – uh, end up finishing here. So um, it's, you know, we talked about Coach Linehan or Coach John, sorry, uh, and sort of the, the culture around guards a lot. But like I said, you're a Hawk Hill big. And I think that there's a lot more bigs than there were ever at St. Joe's. I, if you told me a few years ago that we'd have like four players who are near seven foot tall, I'd like probably look at the sidelines. Right. So, like, what has it been like sort of developing what it means to be a big? And, like, how has practice changed even since the time you've gotten there? Working with CJ, working with Anton, and you don't even have Crease on campus, but, like, how does it – how's it changed? Um, I think it's – you know, obviously, like, CJ and Anton was here, um, you know, when I got here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, CJ came at the same time. But it's been we've just been getting better together, where like we all push each other and we challenge each other, which is what we've been doing the whole time. Um, we just you know when we play, we all banged up and everybody's playing physical. You know, most times we found each other. You know, most times we really found each other hard and making it as hard as possible to to get a basket. Um, but you know, we believe that the harder practice is, the easier the, the easier uh, the games are gonna be. So we really push each other hard in practice. Um, obviously, like when Chris comes in, he's gonna join the join the gang. You know, the team, whatever. But um, the bigs, I mean, not the gang, but the the bigs. You know, and we we'll, well, we keep banging up and getting each other better, and that's the only way to do it. You know, when you challenge each other. And not uh, take it easy on each other, because now we're going out and playing against guys, and we won't be surprised. There's nothing's gonna be surprising us playing against Richmond or you know Davidson or whoever we're playing against, because now we're used to getting banged up. We're used to the physicality and everything. So now we're playing against the competitors. Well, you know we're good. Um, so you know I really enjoy you know playing against them and you know everybody getting better and competing for, for positions, you know, and competing for positions and, you know, just working with each other. Yeah. Iron, iron sharpens iron, right? Iron sharpens iron. 
Iron sharpens iron, sharpen each other. Exactly. So last last question. Um, we talked a lot about sort of emphasis on culture. Uh, I want to put the pressure on you, and I, I've been doing this the entire podcast. And oh, so what should fans expect to look for in this year's team culture? What in educate Obina's eyes? What what should we look for uh, when? What should we expect to see in this year's team? Um, expect to see fight, you know, guys are not going to come out. Not that we don't, we haven't done that before, but as you know, you want to keep getting better, right? So it's going to be in another level of fight. You know, just expect to see guys that are, you know, mentally tough and wouldn't give up and would fight to the end. You know, every game we're going to bring it. So I think that's, um, you know, what fans should expect from us. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming on today, Edugay. Uh, it's just been, it's been awesome talking to you. So thanks a lot. I'm sure our listeners really appreciate it. So I appreciate you making this happen. You know, I'm sorry I extended this. I know we talked about sometime maybe earlier this year, but it's been like, oh, yeah, let's do, you know, you know life, right? Life happens and, you know, things happen and, you get uh you get busy and you don't even know what day it is. So yeah, absolutely. No, I mean this has been great. So I think our like everyone listening will be really happy to hear everything you had to share. I'm so I'm glad we made it happen. Absolutely. I'm I'm glad that I you know, I became a part of this and I was able to make this happen. And I really appreciate you for taking your time for um doing it, you know. Yeah. And uh, good luck with you know with your career and we're, you know, taking it to on, to the next level and just keep going. Let's go, St. Joe! Let's go, St. Joe! Well, thanks again to Educate Obina for coming on the podcast. It's really cool to be able to sit down with him, hear his thoughts and what it's like to be uh, on Coach Lang's team and some of the inner workings of the team and what we have to look forward to this year. So shout out to him for coming on. Uh, looking ahead to the season, we have Ryan Daly coming on before the UAlbany game for a really fun interview. Uh, we haven't done it yet, but it should be fun. Uh, he's now the assistant coach at UAlbany for those who haven't heard. So it should be a great podcast. But for everyone listening, if you guys have anyone you would like to hear come on the podcast, please let us know in the comments or DM us or anything you'd like to share thoughts on. Please DM us. Uh, that's all we have for today. So, as always, the hawk will never die.